This is the Tan Report. I'm your host, Han Trung. Insurance is one of those things in life that can make you feel secure, but it can also leave you utterly frustrated. Whether it's for your house, car, business, etc., you basically pay for insurance praying that you'll never have to use it. Down here in Louisiana, we're also praying hurricanes and other disasters stay away for a while. Going back to 2020, Louisiana got hit by a series of storms, causing damage and destruction in several parts of the state. For Hurricane Ida alone, which hit southeast Louisiana in 2021, insurers paid or planned to pay $13.1 billion on all storm-related claims. That estimate by the Louisiana Department of Insurance was from August of last year, so the total figure may have changed. But it gives you a general idea of the amount of money involved when it comes to recovering from a major hurricane. Insurance policyholders filed hundreds of thousands of claims related to Ida, and that was just one storm. When you factor in the previous hurricanes that hit Louisiana in the past few years, all those figures and dollar amounts are pretty staggering. Also left staggering was the insurance industry in Louisiana. Well, it's a very difficult market right now. There's no doubt about that. Louisiana has been exposed to more than its fair share of uh, catastrophes with Hurricanes Laura, Delta, Zeta, and of course Ida. And that has caused a difficult market both not only for the consumer from the rate standpoint, really being driven by higher reinsurance costs, to the carrier from having to manage a number of losses and a very difficult climate to do so. So it has been a, a challenging marketplace, to say the least, over the last few years. Meet Brian Kiefer. I'm the co-founder and president of Ally Trust Insurance. Founded the company eight years ago as a Texas domicile, writing in uh, Texas and Louisiana as well as now the Carolinas, and I uh, help found and manage the company, run it day to day. I've never had a conversation with someone who's the head of an insurance company, so I didn't have a point of reference. But when I spoke with Kiefer, I found him to be straight talking. He didn't come across as an executive type of guy, not when he says something like this. I know the perception is you got greedy companies out there. We have lost money. <laughs> no company I know of is making money over the last five, six years. Okay, it's not lining our pockets. We're getting hit with with losses. Now, I understand many people in Louisiana probably don't hold insurance companies in high regard. Since 2020, there have been countless stories by policyholders who have said their insurance providers didn't come through with payments, messed up on their damage assessments, and so on and so forth. In addition to all of that, practically everyone's property insurance premiums in Louisiana has gone through the roof, sometimes doubling and maybe even worse. Then there's the situation where some homeowners have lost their insurance because the insurance company that they bought their policy from went belly up or quit doing business in the state after all these storms. We'll get to all of that, but I want to go back to why I reached out to Brian Kiefer. The main reason is he can answer a lot of questions that have been popping up since the insurance market here crashed. Let's start with the question which I hear the most. Why have insurance premiums gotten so out of control? There's a lot that goes into that answer, but it all revolves around something called reinsurance. When you mention reinsurance, for people who don't understand or are not familiar with what reinsurance, it's basically insurance for you guys, for the insurer, correct? Exactly. So as, as a policyholder buys insurance to protect them in a catastrophe or other type of damage they might have, insurance companies buy insurance as well called reinsurance. And so if we have a storm, you know, we've had $421 million of direct losses over the last three years in Louisiana alone. 
from Hurricanes Laura, Delta, Zeta, and Ida. Roughly 90% of that has been covered, you know, by reinsurance, okay? So, and you are, know, are you speaking about Allied Trust or just in general in terms of losses? No, I'm talking Allied Trust. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, over, over 90% of that's been covered or reinsured away. And so, you know, we will have basically what we call a retention, which to a policyholder would be like their deductible. So the first X million dollars of that storm is out of our pocket and above that goes to our reinsurers. But, you know, we, if you look at the last uh, 30 years since Hurricane Andrew and take all of the natural catastrophe losses in that 30 years, Roughly 45% of that has occurred in the last five to six. It's incredible. So, so those reinsurers have lost money over the last five years. And it's a free market with them, so they can charge whatever they want, where we are in a regulated, uh, we're the only regulated business in Louisiana whose prices are regulated on what we can charge. And so we have to go and buy the reinsurance from them to protect the book to make sure that if we have another bad storm, that we don't go out of business, that we have protection there. And right now, that's a very difficult market with uh, you know supply and demand that uh, has providing you know less capacity due to you know what we call trapped capital, or the reinsurers have promised to pay something in, a, in let's say in Ida. But if you're not done finalizing all those claims, they have to keep that capital on the sidelines, okay, to be able to pay claims from former uh, storms. There's reinsurers pulling out of the market, property reinsurance market. You have the value of the dollar if you're buying reinsurance from London. The, the value, the, you know, they had a 30% change there in the value of the dollar, so that takes away capacity. Climate concerns over climate change. You know, with stronger storms, from, uh, rapid intensification from, you know, Gulf Coast, it's kind of like a hot bathtub there right now. And greater demand from insurance companies because our claims have gone up due to inflation. So we have to buy more, but there's less capacity to buy. And that has just driven up the cost of reinsurance dramatically, which has been the main driver of rate increases in the state. So if your property insurance premium has gone way up, you'd be more accurate to blame the reinsurers instead of just the insurance company you're dealing with. Something else to keep in mind, the reinsurance industry is global. Companies like Allied Trust Insurance have to seek financial backing from reinsurers from around the world. And generally speaking, those reinsurers aren't worried about the rate increases we're seeing on our level. They're detached. Correct me if I'm wrong, and this may be a major assumption here, but the fact that they don't necessarily have to deal with policyholders doesn't really keep them beholden or accountable to policyholders. They're just dealing with you guys, really. I mean, they, at the end of the, the day. The reinsurers you're speaking of? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're basically their customers. They're not worried really about Correct. the policyholders and how much policyholders are, are paying. And I'm not trying to demonize the reinsurers, but there's, there's, no. a, there's a buffer between them, and it's you guys. Exactly. Yeah, our, you know, uh, they, we deal directly with the reinsurer. So our contract on that reinsurance treaty is between the reinsurer and the insurance carrier, okay? Now, we we get questions sometimes actually from the reinsurer saying, how much higher do you think these, you know, the, the market can take on these rates? I mean, how can they afford this? And I look back at them and say, it's 
due to your rate increases that's driving those rates up. Right. Um, you know, so, so they do ask about it, but then here's a 40% rate increase. Right. You know, so what they see is now when, when we have claims from, let's say, an Ida, Laura, Delta, Zeta, you know, they are, we then go to them to recoup those losses. And they see the claims from that standpoint that are paying, that are for the money to go and pay the, the policyholders when we're, you know, getting that, those reinsurance proceeds. But no, they deal directly with the insurance company and not with the policyholders. In certain cases, Kiefer says some insurance companies that became insolvent after recent storms or had to pull out of the state didn't buy enough reinsurance for themselves. That left fewer insurance providers capable of writing policies in Louisiana. Kiefer's company, Allied Trust Insurance, wants to keep doing business down here, which is something you don't hear a lot in the insurance industry right now. We started writing policies in 2017. Uh, we are now the uh, sixth largest writer uh, in the state, and the only writer, uh, only carrier that I'm aware of supporting the independent agent channel that's writing in all parishes and uh, for all of our appointed uh, agents. We provide homeowners uh, dwelling fire for like rental properties or seasonal homes, uh, condominium insurance, umbrella, as well as on the flood side, both NFIP and private flood offerings, as well as a boat product. So you're not a new player in, in Louisiana. You've been writing policies for six years, but within that time, within those six years, have you seen the types of changes? Did you anticipate the types of changes that you've seen now? No. If you go back, let's say, three years ago, and I've got 23 years of experience riding in the Louisiana market. Uh, I've actually taken four companies through uh, Louisiana. And so uh, three years ago, uh, as I was meeting with reinsurers, um, I was telling them that this was the softest that I'd ever seen the market. We had 26 different carriers uh, at that time uh, competing uh, for business in Louisiana. Today, there's only about four of us supporting the independent agents in the state that are left riding. So I've never seen this hard or difficult of a market. You know, if you go from, of course, Katrina, you had a number of, of really bad losses from that. But then we went, you know, a stretch of 15 plus years of relatively good times until, uh, you know, Laura uh, came ashore. So within this time frame and, and from, let's just say, the past three years, mm-hmm. when you look at it from the provider's perspective, why, why is Allied Trust still operating in Louisiana when most companies have said, you know, we're not going to do it or we're unable to do it because some have just dissolved because financially they couldn't take on the burden of providing policies here? You know, a, a number of companies failed uh, from Hurricane Ida by, you know, not purchasing enough reinsurance and properly protecting the company that way. Uh, others have pulled out. Uh, many of them were, let's say, based in Florida and either failed there from the difficult market conditions in that state or exited personal lines or just simply retrenching. In fact, as I go back and look at eight years ago when we started Allied Trust, I I looked at all competitors that we had that were regional insurance carriers that were riding in either Louisiana and or Texas, and there were 16 of them at that time. Today, only three of us still exist with the same ownership structure. Um, and you know, so I think 
we've made it through that time period. We have a very uh, disciplined approach. We try and understand every piece of risk uh, put on on the book of business. Uh, so we're not, you know, just chasing after business. We've been very disciplined in understanding what we're writing. We have a very good team of experienced uh, insurance professionals, and everything that we've written has been organic. Uh, we write one policy at a time versus, you know, uh, doing takeout and things of that nature, which I believe personally you just don't have as good a data to understand the risk that you're insuring. This is going to sound like a very stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I mean, you're in the business. No you're in the business of risk assessment, correct? In many ways. Sure. How how risky is doing business in Louisiana right now? If you're an insurance provider, if you've taken a look at the landscape, say from Katrina right through Ida, how risky is it? Uh, it is very risky, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. And uh, I think. There are a few uh, things that really are unique to Louisiana uh, versus other states. Louisiana is the only state in the country that has what we call the three-year rule, which basically says that once, you know, Allied Trust is on a policy for three years, it's very difficult for us to get off of that policy. Um, while, you know, on the surface that might sound good from a consumer standpoint, it greatly limits the company's flexibility to manage a profitable book of business. You know, reinsurance capacity is a main limiting factor we have right now uh, on how much business we can write. And I had a reinsurer lined up last year that would have basically allowed us to write unlimited amounts of business, but backed away from the deal due to that three-year rule and the limited flexibility it get, gives us. You know, and, and Louisiana is now kind of the new Florida I would say, is from as far as a judicial hellhole. Uh, both Florida and Texas have addressed legal reform, uh, but Louisiana is yet to do so. I don't want to get too lost in the weeds of the legal and regulatory conditions which can make it difficult for insurance companies to do business in Louisiana. It's safe to say the state is having some huge challenges in attracting and retaining insurance providers. After having more than a dozen providers financially collapse and even more deciding they wouldn't write policies in Louisiana anymore, the state was in a horrible position. With fewer companies participating in the market, about 100,000 homeowners had to opt for Louisiana Citizens Insurance, which is state-run and is essentially the insurance of last resort. The rates for that kind of insurance are much higher than the ones from a private company. In hopes of getting more insurance providers to the state, lawmakers held a special legislative session to put together a package that would incentivize companies to write policies in Louisiana and to really keep the industry on life support. Earlier this year, the state legislature presented a $45 million incentive package. Nine companies applied to that program. Adelaide Trust Insurance was one of those companies and received $6.5 million in grant money. I asked Kiefer how that money fits into their plans for doing business in the state. What did that money mean for, for Adelaide Trust and your understanding and, and your intention to keep doing business in Louisiana? How did that incentivize Adelaide Trust to stay doing business in sure. Louisiana? Now, Allied Trust is really committed to the Louisiana market for the long term. The incentive program, you know, it gives Allied Trust the opportunity to really recoup a portion of those losses that we've had over the past few years and gives us also greater capacity to write more business in the state. So as I mentioned, we had, you know, 421 million direct losses from Laura Delta Zeta and Ida. And while reinsurance covered, uh, you know, roughly 90 percent, 
and our investors have been very supportive as well. So we're in good financial shape, but having that extra six and a half million certainly helps on the bottom line to help recoup some of those losses that we've had. Also, insurance companies are allowed to write uh, business at levels of premium, depending on the amount of policyholder surplus or money in the bank, basically, uh, that they have. So by receiving that six and a half million in incentive money, that gives us the capacity to write approximately 40 million more uh, in business with an expectation that we will write at least 26 million more. So the, the incentive grant gives the company really helps both on the top and the bottom line of our business. And I'm glad you clarified that because on paper, at least for you know, when you're dealing with losses in the hundreds of millions, six and a half million right. didn't seem, at least on paper to me until you explained it, it didn't seem like a lot. But I mean, now that you've laid it out, it seems to make more sense. Now, combine that with the, I think the other eight, I believe there were nine companies that, that mm-hmm. took advantage of the incentive program. What does that mean for the market in Louisiana? Like, it, it just sounds weird that, you know, nine I don't think nine companies are going to keep the insurance market in Louisiana as strong as it needs to be. I mean, that seems like a fairly low number. I mean, you know, if we're talking, this is a crisis, I don't think nine companies are going to be saving the the market. Am am I wrong? No, the market needs are much greater. I mean, if if you got, uh, I believe $45 million has been allocated uh, to the uh, incentive grant program, and I know they were going for a little bit more. So, yeah, but let's use the million, initial yeah. forty-five million figure. Um, companies need to match that with forty-five, you know, with a dollar for dollar. So, the companies would be matching that forty-five million with another forty-five, making ninety. And the requirements are that we write at least two to one on that, or one hundred eighty million dollars of of business in the state. Now, you know, that is still a small portion of, you know, it, it, uh, of the overall writings at the state level. So will the incentive grant um, solve all of the problems? No. It, it, it is a, a way to help companies that have been here uh, writing to try and recoup and be able to be in a position to write more uh, and incentivize new companies to come into the state. Uh, they, I think they were looking at, at another $10 million and and, um, and I, I know at least one company that has been, uh, that will be a new entrant in the state that has uh, accepted money. Um, you know, it was something that we did back uh, in 2006 after Katrina. And uh, at that time, it helped attract more capital into the state. Um, you know, and, and basically... Coming out of the 04 and 05 hurricane seasons, uh, the mantra in, in Baton Rouge was, let's not screw this up like Florida did. I mean, there, Florida was basically taking battle with the companies. Louisiana took a very good position of trying to create a level playing field where we were protecting the consumers, but also helping the companies have a, have a level playing field where they could make money selling. And it attracted a lot of capital to the state, and that's where we got to the 26 companies that I mentioned just three years ago. Um, so I think it's definitely a step in the right direction uh, to attract additional capital and capacity in the state. But there need to be more reforms past that. You know, some uh, some tort reform, 
uh, bad faith law, the three-year rule, uh, a cap plan, things of those natures, what's going to get us across that finish line. So there's still more work to be done, but I think the incentive grant helps provide a stopgap measure to help companies that are currently riding, uh, you know, write additional capacity while we attract more capital into the state. And not to give away your trade secrets, but, you know, we've had a dozen or so insurance companies kind of crumble uh, in, in the wake of these last few storms. Like, how have you managed to stay in the game and really at this point you're planning to grow and write more policies when others have really just buckled under what was a very kind of tedious market or, you know, a very sure. kind of fragile market? You know, for many providers, I'd say Louisiana has been a state of diversification. You know, they may have been headquartered, let's say, in Florida and then chose to diversify and expand into Louisiana. Where for Allied Trust, this is a main state of our operation. It's a state that we understand and, and we have managed for many years, even under different companies. Um, I mentioned I've managed four different companies uh, in uh, Louisiana, our, our roots run deep here. Um, you know, I did a turnaround uh, with Progressive. I expanded bankers in here where we handled 35% of citizens' Katrina losses, founded Family Security, which was a Louisiana-Hawaii company, which we sold to UPC, and now Ally Trust, which, while Texas domicile, will write more in Louisiana uh, this year than in Texas. So it's a state that we know. It's Louisiana is a state that's unique. I don't think you can manage it from the ivory tower from another state away, okay? Uh, but also, it goes back to disciplined underwriting and experienced professionals. Like I mentioned before, we underwrite and inspect every single risk that's being put on our books. Uh, we have not done Louisiana uh, citizens' takeout, okay? A lot of the companies that failed did that. They were grabbing a lot of policies where you don't get a lot of the data. You don't totally understand that risk. You're not able to inspect it, not able to run credit, things of that nature. We want to know every piece of, of business that's coming on our books. And I think that disciplined focus has helped us get through this. We're a bottom line company, but we've been able to grow the top and the bottom line both by providing good coverage, good policies, having a good agency network that we understand and know well and have good relationships with. But it's the boring blocking and tackling of running a good company. And I think too many companies got greedy, went top line focus, wanting to just grab after policies and grow quickly. And we've taken a more deliberate approach, which I think has served us well. Now, that said, you know, two, three years ago, we were named by Inc. 5000 as the fastest growing company in the insurance industry. So we've been able to grow our top line, but we've been doing it in a manner that was responsible and understanding what risk we were adding to our portfolio. Kiefer says they currently have about 28,000 policyholders in Louisiana. His goal is to have 35,000 by the end of the year. It's encouraging to hear an insurance provider saying it wants to keep and expand its business in Louisiana. But nothing is guaranteed, especially when you're dealing with hurricanes and natural disasters. We'll be entering the peak of hurricane season pretty soon. If it proves to be a tough season with several storms making landfall, then that whole dilemma of having enough reinsurance to handle massive amounts of claims could reemerge, 
And we're not just talking about rates being affected by storms hitting just in Louisiana. We get squeezed on, on the claim side as well as the reinsurance, and it's, you know, it puts the companies in a difficult position. But that said, I feel for the policyholders, too. They've had substantial increases. They're increases that we don't want to do, but we have to pass those cost increases on to the consumer. And, you know, I'm, you know I, I, I hope and pray we have a quiet year this year. And it really needs to be everywhere, not just in Louisiana, but this is a global reinsurance market. Um, then I could see these rates starting to plateau and uh, rate increases slowing down to hopefully start going back down in the next couple of year or two. But it's going to get, I hate to say it, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. And that's really dependent on factors out of our control. I mean, if we're talking about, Correct. And we're, we're basically crossing our fingers for no storms. And as you said, that's not just within Louisiana, that, that's globally because these reinsurers are basically in on a global market, correct? That's correct. When I you know meet with reinsurers, every year I'll go out, the last two years I've had 67 meetings with different reinsurers. We have over 50 on our reinsurance panel, and that's from you know London, Bermuda, uh, domestic. We have uh, reinsurers from Europe and Asia on it. So it is really a global market. And, you know, so it's like, you know, when, uh, you know, Florida sneezes, Louisiana catches a cold, okay? It's, you know, what happens elsewhere affects Louisiana as well because that's affecting the, the global reinsurance capital that's being deployed. What's your message to policyholders who, again, are very, and rightly so, I guess, fixated on what they have to pay for their premiums and some of them believing that it's, sometimes just the greed of insurance providers that's driving this. What would you tell them? You know, I will tell you that we named the company Allied Trust that for a reason. We like to be allied. We like to be in alliance with our insurers, with our business partners, and we want them to trust us, and we need to earn that trust. And I would say companies are trying to do the right thing. I mean, I I know a lot of the companies in the state. I know a lot of the management of them. We're all here trying to help the policyholders in a very difficult situation. I get it. Rates are up. And believe me, I don't like to have the rates up as much as they are right now. And I know that puts a lot of strain on the the policyholders and and the citizens of the state. And what I encourage is that we work together. Saw this. If, If you have a claim, the insurance company is there to help you. Okay, we're there to help you through that difficult period. And like we need that, you. I mean, be, to be clear, we need you guys. Right. We need it insurance. A, yeah. No, it's, it's an industry that supports the state. It helps rebuild the state. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, what businesses can you help someone? And insurance, we're there to help people in their worst times. We're help, there to help them get back on their feet. Last year, I visited some communities that got hit hard by Hurricane Ida. Some homeowners told me that prior to the storm, they didn't have any insurance for their property because the rates were too high. Most of them are hardworking blue-collar folks who've gotten used to risking their biggest investment every year during hurricane season. They couldn't afford another option. And considering the cost of insurance now, I don't see how that's going to change anytime soon. In New Orleans, I'm Tan Trung for WWL Radio.